here we go welcome to the wabi sabi pod this is episode number 129 so it is a long weekend so we're going to go a deep dive into those lovely things in life called challenges which we all hate and cringe over all the time but the beauty of a challenge is it shows you how strong you truly are and it also shows you what you are made of. I'm so proud of all of you for going through 128 episodes of this show. You'll probably notice there's some missing. Sure, that is by design. Um, there were some pods that I had to take down for a moment's notice because I'm constantly being eyeballed by networks and publishers and media, and I wanted to to make sure that I re-edited some. Um, And so we're just doing diligence in a way. And life's challenges over the past six months for myself have meant um, moving several times, not having steady income, and also being paralyzed with which direction I should take my career into next because the jobs are just not lining up how they once did. What is so important in life, right now at least, is that you focus on the things that you are grateful for to propel you into the next level, into the next stage, into the next realm of your life. My life is not perfect. It's very fucked. And I'm here to share with you how it's been in the gray area. So if you're going through a challenge right now, it can even feel like you're just stuck and you don't know what you want to do next. I'm going to share with you a couple of tactics I've had to use myself. So right now, I have to look myself in the mirror and say to myself, Candace, things are not necessarily going your way for a reason and you have to learn from them. I want you to do the same thing as we move forward through this podcast. You may not make as much money as you would like. You may not be able to purchase that home or that condo that you've been dreaming of. You may not have found your life's partner yet. You may not have landed the dream job that you really fucking wanted. And more importantly, felt deep inside like you deserved it because you earned it. You may feel inadequate compared to some of your peers or superiors. And by the way, that's utter bullshit. You're just as good, if not better, because you listen to this pod. You're just as good as they are. It's just you're in a different point of time in your life. They always say you've got one of three things missing, a job, a man, and a place to live. And right now I've got two out of the three And the job part is a really, really tough part for an aspiring writer, chef, and TV host. I can say that books are an easy segue for me to share my creative artistry with you. And of course, I'll continue to write as long as I possibly can. But for me, I hit a wall of challenges when it comes to financial stability when it comes to wanting to buy that dream home and I simply can't pull the trigger on it mainly because of fear and anxiety and financial scarcity. I have that scarcity mindset we've talked about in several other financial podcasts on Wabi Sabi. Please look them up. I also think you may be at a point in a challenge where 
you are not like everybody else. You don't want to fall under societal norms. You want to do your own fucking thing your own way. And that's totally cool. You don't need to rush into a marriage or kids, a house, a mortgage, a death certificate is what a mortgage is by definition. And you absolutely do not have to stay at the fucking job that you hate with the boss that you also hate and despise. You can let go of these things. You can get the roadblocks out of the way. You can see these challenges as mere obstacles that you need to learn from because life would not be worth living unless you had the high highs and the low lows, the yin and the yang. It makes the sweeter times and the more successful times that much sweeter. I say this to you as a true self-made hustler. I did not get to my eighth book proposal at this point by sitting around feeling sorry for myself. I also did not want you to go around doing the hustler mentality 24-7. You don't need to do that. I think where success comes in, especially during the challenging times, is when you're able to reassess what is important to you and get really clear on your goals. So right now, the main goals are focusing on the book, the website, and the podcast. And the website includes the newsletter. And those are the three things I want to put my time and effort into for right now. Of course, you're going to have down days where you do not feel creative. You don't spark joy. You don't feel good. You might even be depressed or anxious. And that's okay. I will remind you personally, it is okay to have a rather depressing day, even when the sun is out. When I had like two back-to-back breakups, I mean, truth be told, I had a hotation going on and two of the men just sort of drifted away close to the same time, which is always killer. But, um, very lucky girl very grateful for my past and and I don't take it for granted so you guys know and come on you've all been there the the thought behind this is is they both made an exit like around the same time I went to a friend's wedding in Hawaii this is years ago I went by myself I hate going sometimes by myself because well okay I'll reassess this I like going with dates if I really love the guy and I like going with um, a boyfriend, you know, it's super fun, but going single is only fun when you're in the mood to mingle. And at this point I was not in the mood for that. And I remembered looking at the shore break, um, in Waikiki wanting to grab even just a foamy board or a board and go paddle out. And I couldn't even do it. That's like surfer terms for grab a surfboard and go out into the lineup and surf couldn't even do it because I was so depressed. You can be in the middle of the tropics and still be depressed. You're not going to solve all your problems by getting the house, the man, the job, etc. You're not going to solve all of your problems by running away from them either by doing drugs and having excessive sex and basically living a bonkers, let's go wild lifestyle. That's a another band-aid that we'll talk about another day. I frequently talk about my band-aids and running away and partying um, in Spirited, my Audible original. 
it is not easy to get through these challenges alone either, but I want to debunk a ton of myths around the old way of thinking that if you're depressed, you're just a sad and miserable person that is just a Debbie Downer. Not true at all. It's a chemical imbalance and some days you're just not going to feel as great as others. It can go on for a day or two or three or 30, but you will get out of the funk eventually. But one of the main ways to get yourself out is sometimes to force yourself to do shit you just don't want to do. But I will tell you guys, even just meeting up with a friend for a workout, a walk, a smoothie, a bike ride, anything, sitting in a park together, sitting at the beach, sitting at the lake, go meet a friend And it's not a friend session where you're going to dump all your problems on this person. It's a, hey, how are you doing? It's been a long time. Let's catch up. My friend Morgan and I met up in Greenpoint and we did a catch up, smoothies, her place, bike ride, bar method. And I felt a lot better afterwards because sometimes you just need to get out of your head, out of your house, out of your space and you need to get back into the real world and reconnect with others who are going through their own challenges. It is not putting your problems on others. Sometimes I have reoccurring thoughts of an old friend from college who actually hurt me tremendously many years ago. I'm sure that I hurt her too. I will take full responsibility. But one thing I did not like about this friend, which made me put a big boundary up, was... She always tried to tell me how to live my life. And I wanted to say, I'm sorry, are you Giselle Bunchen? Because I'm probably not going to take advice from you or let you tell me how to live my life unless you're, you know, living that bad life. It was just a weird position to be in. I don't know what it was. It's possibly projection because I had left the safe harbor of Cali and I had moved to New York in 2010 and I did not look back. It was not easy. It was fucking hard. And you know what? It still is. Here we are in 2023 and it's still hard. That's 13 years later, 21 or two years since Top Chef. I mean, almost 20 years, sorry. I get ahead of myself. Um, but I think it's like 21 seasons of the show from the inception of top chef to where I am now, of course, work did not stop and things were beautiful and I'm so grateful, but there were challenges that arose from financial instability, not being able to find a stable partner, never being able to find a place to call home, not being able to have my own apartment, condo, house, family, kids, significant other for a long period of time, a sense of longing that I had when I used to eat dinners in the dark in Manhattan by myself every night and I would like watch the view of all things while eating dinner. I mean, that is just pathetic. Life is different. Everything is full circle, right? So back to Morgan and meeting up with a friend to cure a lot of these ailments that you might have in a challenge. Six, seven years ago, Morgan moved to 
Brooklyn and maybe it was about five, six years ago. And sorry, I always try to get my numbers right, but that's because I'm Japanese age. Anyways, they're not always going to be accurate, which is the beauty of Wabi Sabi. We can do whatever the fuck we want here and we can just say Wabi Sabi. So I showed her around my neighborhood, Williamsburg, back then. And today, because I had come back here after so many years, she had to show me around Williamsburg and Greenpoint. And we were laughing at what a full circle moment it was that I had introduced her to my home so long ago. And then when I came back, because Brooklyn has really changed over the last five years drastically, it was nice to see how... Things have evolved, some for good, some for bad. It will never be perfect wabi-sabi. But we did say to each other, you look good, you look happy. Don't worry about the societal norms. Don't worry about these other things that people are constantly telling you to do. Don't worry about the people that are trying to push you to your edge with your life. Fuck that. And also just stop taking advice from these really weird fucking people on TikTok and social media. Ew and gross. Like, go get a fucking job, build your resume, and when you are on the cover of Forbes or you're Giselle Bündchen, or maybe you're Conan O'Brien, or maybe you are Michael Jordan, you can fucking give me some pointers. I am really, really not impressed by many people. I, of course, look up to those who paved the way, especially minority females or females that have done highly intelligent things like Marie Curie. She discovered radiation. She's originally from Poland. Go Poles. Or I often think about, you know, reading um, uh, books by Arianna Huffington, which I mentioned she has done so much on her own. Or even men. I've noticed um, in doing some research in real estate, that a colleague of mine, a friend of a friend, Ryan Sirhunt, has actually done a really great job implementing new construction, new building in real estate in New York City. And he has really great realtors under his wings. So it's mainly people that do big things and hard things and lay the pavement for others and walk the walk. They're not taking a picture or video with a fucking Lamborghini and they're not ripping recipes off of the New York Times or Bon Appetit, which by the way, Bon Appetit still, you guys desperately need help. Call me, please. My number is available. There are many people there that have it. I'm here. I'm ready. (laughs) I also truly believe that when we hang out with other friends during these challenging times, we get a sense of stability in where we are. So whether you see a friend in your hometown or maybe you just make a phone date with her, You can open up your arms, your heart, have more empathy and compassion and sharing stories with one another. One of the biggest, I guess you could say, the strongest suit that I might have is that I have a tendency to share from a place of authenticity and share from a place of experience. So I'm not out here touting financial advice just because I think that a video doing financial advice is going to do well for clickbait. 
I'm out here telling you that I virtually had $150,000 in debt from a TV show that I produced, directed, wrote, and executed for NHK World in 2020. And I was not only able to get out of debt and pay everything off every dime on my own, but I was actually able to save a substantial amount of money just three years later. And I share the strategies only because I want to set that example for modern day women. You will be faced with uncertainty. You will be faced with challenges. And by the way, the challenges that you and I share are fucking champagne problems. These are not even a big deal. In fact, we look stupid sharing a problem about a credit card bill or over <laughs> overshooting the budget on an NHK show. Real world problems include things like health issues, hunger, suffering of any kind. I am so concerned about the welfare of animals, not just in New York City, but everywhere because we have so many domesticated animals that keep reproducing climate change. This is a humongous issue and we need to tell people to stop possibly, you know, maybe two kids is enough if you're going to have kids. How about that? I think it's important, you guys, to just be, be mindful. That's all. Be mindful of the world around you and take responsibility and be a good person. I don't want to be afraid to say the things that I feel so deeply in my heart. To be 41 and to not know about children, to be 41 and to not have a home yet, but to be constantly looking and researching and having meetings with realtors, trying to figure out finances with my CPA and taking a deep responsibility of where I'm going to go in these challenging times is important. So the bottom line in facing challenges is see a friend, see another friend, talk things through, get yourself out of your environment. Don't stay in your house all day and complain. Don't do all the clickbait things on like page six or daily mail. Don't just go into that black hole. Don't blame other people for your problems. Don't project your problems onto others. Do chat with a friend who is a fucking boss do surround yourself with people you admire. Do be honest. Do, do be, do, yeah, okay. Be honest with the people that you want to emulate or the belief system, the values and the ethos, the morals that you possess. Don't sign a deal with fucking Splenda or Sweet and Lower Equal if you don't believe in it and you don't use it. We can go over a whole nother podcast another day. If you guys would like, let me know in my Instagram comments. If you would like a pod on all of the brand deals that I've said no to because I don't endorse them and I don't believe in them, let me know. And also be honest if you don't believe in marriage. If you say you don't want children, say your life entails being a businesswoman. Maybe it's like you follow the path of Oprah Winfrey and you do something big with your life to help millions of girls. She's done quite a bit of, of work in Africa to build schools and she knows that education is paramount to all success. Or you could be somebody like Melinda Gates who does have children, who's done a great job contributing to also helping women struggling all over the world. I do think it is important that we give back to those who came before us and we pay them a debt of gratitude 
And we also keep our eyes on the road ahead of us and we do not fall into the trap of complaining about these champagne problems. They are not really important in the scheme of things. And lastly, I do want you to get out of your head by writing down the three things that you want to focus on the most right now. That way you can get out of your funk and you can get in past the challenges. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be easy, but it will be fucking worth it, man. And guess what? I'm right there with you. And I say that every single week because it is true. You can ask my agent or a lawyer I work with. You can ask a girlfriend or my partner. They'll tell you the same thing. Yeah, Candace definitely struggles. Yeah, she's the best fucking shithead you'll ever meet. And she also works probably too many hours. It's not that I want to be an overachiever or an overworker. And I certainly need to get more clear on what I want. They will definitely tell you that sometimes I do too many things. And guess what? It's okay. Not one human is perfect or unflawed. We all come with our flaws and all. So this podcast is a great experiment for me to share with you as we go through the gray area between the start and the finish, between the X, Y, and Z, so we can start back up at ABC together again. I will inform you all that things were not perfect for me for many years, and they still are not. I don't have great neighbors. My rent is too high. I absolutely need to find a better gig out there very soon. I'm praying for it. God, hear me out. I'm ready. Okay, I'm really ready. (laughs) So you can ask the universe, God, Buddha, the angels, whoever you believe in, you can ask them to send you some good work. Tell them to send you an angel and a miracle. I swear prayer works. And I'll probably have to share the prayer working out message for you guys the other, another time. It's very long, but I have a really good example of a miracle that happened. And I listened to that song, send me an angel over and over and and it worked. So today we wanted to do something a little bit different because I wanted to answer some of the questions um, you guys have been asking over the past few weeks on the pod. So starting with a few people um, that have followed us for years. So easy one right now, Sandra, reading with champagne, asks, what is your favorite brand of champagne? Here we go. Well, Perrier Jouet is great. I also quite like a Piper Heidsick. I also like a Duvali Roy, mostly Brut. Um, I do think Juvet and Comps is delicious, and it's a Spanish Cava. You guys should check it out. And lastly, I would say I I would still be happy if somebody showed up at my house, you know, with a Moet Chandon. Um, God, there are so many. And I believe there's a Scharfenberger champagne that is pretty good. There, There are many more, but I virtually can't name them all off. I used to be a total champagne snob. I really had to back off. You can ask my sister about those days because she was one of the people that had to like stop me. But yes, it is 
a fabulous way to celebrate a wedding or a party or to go out at night. Champagne typically contains less calories and less alcohol than heavy drinks. So go for the champs when you have a chance. There's nothing wrong with it. Go Sandra. Good question. Okay, Anzi. Anzi asked. His other name says Mark Anthony asks. Episode 50. You said you had a rad Dennis Rodman story. What is that story? I've always wondered when I first listened to that app years ago. Thank you. You know, I also, I did mention it a couple of weeks ago, like last week or so. Okay, so Anzi, I do, the story is so good and it's actually from college. I have an MJ and a Rodman story. Um, and I'm just a bulls junkie, you guys, because I come from the analog years and I also like really, really enjoy seeing a trifecta of just incredible talent coming together to make something huge happen, like a championship like three years in a row. It's things that you don't see very often, right? It's like a once in a lifetime thing. Um, it's such a good story. I actually think, Anzi, that I might put it in a book. So you guys are going to have to wait because it's so juicy. Um, it has to do with a place that I used to work at. And I might have <laughs> worked at the place when he would come in regularly. And I would just, I would love to share it. It is such a funny story. So we're just going to have to wait and say juicy for now. <laughs> okay. On a more serious note. We have a good question here that came in from Susie P. So do you have any tips for women who are 40 plus on weight loss? Okay, so weight loss is um, individual for everyone, right? It's not something that I can tell you that I do that can work for everyone. But again, I live by example, so I can tell you what works for me. If you really want to get good nutrition and look really good, like get antioxidants and vitamin C into your system, I always recommend if you do a smoothie for breakfast or for lunch, you can eventually cut down on the intake of excessive calories. So in my book, Clean Green Eats or Clean Green Drinks, there are hundreds of different recipes and smoothies that really work to cut down more, I would say, sugar and get more nutrients. So a lot of my recipes, they used to be super clean. And I think you guys will be happy to know my next book that I'm writing now is it's super juicy. And I'll tell you the premise of it later, but it won't be as squeaky clean as before. So honestly, Susie, if you really, really do want to lose the weight, my recommendation is really good sleep, prioritizing it, waking up in the morning refreshed, trying matcha like matcha love instead of coffee trying no sweet sugar at all in your morning drink unless it is a smoothie and it's natural sugar replacing a meal with a smoothie that is full of nutrients make sure it's from clean green drinks or clean green eats so you're getting top nutrition in the smoothie and you're making it the right way you always want to add those greens and really low sugar high nutrients you want to eat a delicious meal with like a good protein, like 
say chicken or salmon or maybe you're a vegan so you want something like a tempeh or tofu plus you want to add in some quinoa so you get amino acids in there um, and then you also really want to get some greens in there. So it could be anything from like roasted vegetables. Like I really enjoy roasted green beans. You can do roasted asparagus. You can do a mix and cut up some parsnips with some carrots and sweet potatoes. Get a little olive oil, sea salt, maybe some thyme. You can also just get a sheet tray and put artichoke hearts. They have them frozen usually. And you can also do a really great seasoning blend on top, like some garlic, olive oil, sea salt, a touch of lemon or balsamic vinegar, toss and then roast. Um, I think mushrooms are delightful in place of meaty, like a, a meat replacement, basically, like a burger. Um, I can share with you guys a lot of my delicious vegetarian and uh, veggie burgers that I've made at home. The basis of these contains things like lentils or beans or oats, cumin, curry powder, sweet potatoes, things that really are delicious and full of nutrients and flavor. So we recipe test all of my recipes, whether they're at candicekumai.com or in one of my seven books, they're thoroughly tested at least three to 13 times each. So treat yourself, you know, make a sweet potato veggie burger, make the sweet potato pizza, go for the sweet potato fries, go for the peach cobbler, go for a cinnamon bun recipe, do the smoothie that's like the vanilla almond shake or the chocolate peanut butter. These things are really fucking good and they will keep you looking fabulous. I had two different people this week poke me and say like, and this is very recent, I guess I just sort of shocked. They're just like, oh, fuck, you look really good for 41. And that's not the goal. The goal is to prevent disease and to keep optimum top nutrition in my diet so I feel good all the time. So a side effect of feeling really good with your food and your lifestyle and your diet is basically looking good. And when you look good and you feel good, your whole life will start to improve. So in a nutshell, Susie, just get one of my books and I will be happy to guide you along your journey. Okay, lastly, a question for Candace is, Candace, you've worked in so many fields for so long. What do you think your weak point is and then what do you think your strongest point is in in this point in time okay weakness i'm probably not actually as organized or clear as i would like to be i've been very confused about where to go with my career at this point in time so if anybody wants to poke me and and just like send me a message on on one of my comments on instagram just tell me what you think i'm the best at a lot of people say recipes and cooking so the goal was to go back to cooking because you guys can have wellness. It's like a trash industry now. I don't know, but I would say probably like not having a lot of clarity, believe it or not, is a weak point of mine. A strong point of mine is, is probably being able to delegate tasks to the team around me. I know I can write, shoot, direct, and produce but when it comes to like sending out packages or like coming over, working on returns, getting ready for our mailers, like editing some bio or, you know, photos or whatever we need to work on in the, in the interim, 
we really do retouch our food photos, you guys. That's really important to do. There's there's an essence with food photography that's like lighting and the juiciness and how you can see the crispness, the angles. It can't just all be overhead shots. You have to have angles. God's lighting with the sunshine is usually the best. So I would say I'm really good at organizing teams and I'm really great at food photography, cooking shows, directing and producing. And maybe that is answering my first question of what should I do because I'm what I'm really good at. I would love to write, shoot and direct my own food show. But again, the opportunity has to really present itself. So Strongest Suit is probably food direction, culinary direction, and, you know, helping somebody like Bon Appetit out. <laughs> um, I'm here. <laughs> I can see the Freedom Tower from my bedroom. I... I think that we all need to be a little bit more humbled by where we're going in life and it would be stupid for us to not embrace the challenges. We have to see that clearly, like they say in that cool running song, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way, gone to the dark times, something, something, it's going to be a bright sunshiny day and that's all we need to think about is no matter what the climate is outside bright and sunny you can still try to have the positive attitude and if you don't it's okay what's one day of feeling sorry for yourself and then that's it you know not every day can be perfect embrace the challenging times embrace the down days embrace that shitty friend that told you how to live your life prove her wrong show what you're made of go put the boundary up do hard things and at the same time you don't have to fall under anyone else's timeline you don't even have to fall in love with anybody if you don't want to you never have to buy a home and you sure as hell do not need to get married these are all things that society pushes us to do you actually don't need a super high paying job either as my mom has told us in previous episodes You know, Candice, you can live off of life with very little. Many people live with much less than you. And her other form of advice as a school teacher is, Candice, I enjoy um, talking to children more than I do with adults. So that was how she knew (laughs) how to avoid her obstacles and challenges. She went to be a teacher to simplify her life, to focus on what made her happy. What was she good at? And how can she enrich other people's lives while pursuing her longtime career that she is still doing to this day at 72? God bless you, Mom. I almost said 73, but I know you're 72. And I'm not going to age you. That's it for this week's episode, you guys. Sign up for my newsletter. And thank you to everyone. I think a darling woman named Teddy ordered some matcha shop goodies today it really helps the pod that's the matcha shop.com s-h-o-p-p-e for shop and also you can always sign up for my newsletter to order books signed books these things really help your review on spirited on audible originals with five stars i see and i hear thank you my hands on my heart and your review on this podcast wabi sabi at five stars helps to keep us going So 
what are you guys going to go do? Write your three things down that you really want to focus on. Grab a friend for 4th of July. You don't have to get shit-faced. You can have a non-alcoholic beer or two or get a kombucha. You can certainly have a glass of champagne. My trick is for every champagne I drink, I always drink a water. Maybe two sometimes. Two waters. Two champagnes, whatever. No. Before I go out, I drink a shitload of water too. So you don't have to do what everyone else is doing. You don't even have to go out tomorrow. You can sit at home and virtually watch like 90 Day Fiance all day. Juicy. All right. I love you guys. Have a fab one. And thanks for listening again. Without challenges in this lifetime, we won't really be able to embrace the light and the successes when they come. They make the success more sweet. So see a challenge as sugar. It's just coated on top. It tastes so good and slightly addicting, especially if you're masochistic, but we'll get into that some other day. Okay. (laughs) Enough. Enough.